2: Welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm so excited. It's another week. I'm Jessica.
1: I'm Jen. Hi, everyone. We're ready to go. We have just cracked fresh Diet Cokes. There's nothing more pleasing than that sound, is there? The show may commence. But you know what I was thinking when you you just cracked yours? Do you follow Reductress? You do, right?
2: Yes, I know exactly which post you're talking about. Everybody, go so, follow the Reductress. So glad you didn't tag me. I was, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be tagged like
1: four times today. Of course, I would not publicly out you. I know some people don't approve of both of our diet soda habits. Just one can a day for me, guys. But the Reductress just is one hilarious,
2: satirical, fake news headlines. And I think it was like yesterday. It was like, woman is just peeing diet coke at this point. It's like woman just peeing diet coke now. And it's like, I really don't like. Oh, you said I don't want to out you. It's like I don't think there's anything wrong with it. What I don't like appreciate is when people like get on their whole like. I don't even. I don't want to start here because it's like I just don't want to open up the conversation because I just can't. Yeah, yeah. we know we know
1: what's in Diet Coke. We enjoy it. We're caffeinated. We're ready to do the show. It's gonna make it really energetic.
2: Grown choices about my my beverage habits. That's right. That's right. And I'm not defensive at all.
1: (laughs) Clearly, (laughs) everything's fine. Everything's fine. I love my Diet Coke. Okay. Yeah. We are going to do the news, which is going to be great uh, with some more news music to try out this time. And then, yeah, I I just got a preview. Oh yeah, it's good. And then what's hot in hair? There is a new survey out, not a survey, a report from uh, Cosmetify and fascinating findings we're going to discuss. Then we'll raise a wand. And I think that's our show. Oh, that's right?
2: basically it. That's, that's the show. That's the show programming today. Yeah, nice and tight show. And we have some tight news music. Here it goes. Wow. I am, I'll tell you where I am. I am at the Multiplex and I'm getting my hair blown back. And I feel like the f- the featured presentation is about to start. And I just mainline some Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am ready. I'm energized. <laughs> that is that's big picture, baby. That is wild. I expect nothing less from you, Jess. I really um I like it. I, I don't know if it says news. I think it's like it's blockbuster. I like it though. I do. Yeah, I like it's breaking. I like it's breaking news. Yeah, really cool. Okay. So let's pick up where we left off last week. Reflect, you know, that gamer beauty line? Yes, I do. It's now canceled. I did not think that was going to happen that fast. So both like literally and figuratively. So it was canceled in the um, kind of like, you know, Twitter sense, like- Cultural sense. Boo, cultural, yeah, cultural sense. Thumbs down. The creator, the content creator, Rachel Valkyrie Hofstetter, was canceled after she got some backlash. She came up with this brand that was about blue light protection. And people thought that, you know, the science was basically junk science. Um, You know, Jen and I talked about this last week, that the gaming community, kind of a, I would say like a subsect of the broader beauty community, was like, this is not real. It is, you know, where are the facts? And she got basically eaten alive in the gaming community. Well, now, Reflect went and they put a short message out on the website and said, Reflect is no longer available. Thank you to all who played important roles to conduct research, develop products, create a brand and serve as partners along our journey. While we believe in formulation and the formulations created, after further reflection, have dis- we have decided to move forward onto new paths, effectively terminating the Reflect brand. Well, I, I,
1: I'm, I'm putting money on they're going to uh, put new packaging and a new brand name on it, but they're probably great formulas with antioxidants, which like speaks to how powerful marketing messages are. You know what I mean? I felt there's no way they're just going to throw out all that stuff. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm not so sure. I think or she's she was like I'm not doing
1: this. I'm going to stick to what I know. Game creations, or streaming that.
2: Nah. Yeah, I think it was probably very like gut wrenching for everyone who yeah was involved in that. I think I don't know. I, I find it just sad on a like personal level to put something out and then you get you know torn apart for. I don't know her or anything, but um I I, I don't know. I, I I found it a little sad. There was also the interesting point raised that, you know, would this have happened if she weren't like a young woman who went out there? But, you know, you and I both just on a scientific level have said, like, there is a big question mark on the blue light protection. But she she really did get her head bitten off. Okay. Let's talk about another tech story. Clinique is headed into the metaverse. Oh, maybe they'll meet Mark Zuckerberg there. <laughs> yes. They are awarding their most engaged customers with three NFTs. And these include um, a moisture surge NFT and an almost lipstick in black honey. Jen, are you familiar with NFTs? I've tried to make myself familiar. I know we've because the beauty world is loving them.
1: It's a complicated concept.
2: Very, it's a very. Compl- I'm saying it's very complicated. Probably, if you're very familiar with NFTs, you would say it's not that complicated. But I think for for, for I I would venture to guess that for a lot of people, and you know, it's still an emerging field. As you're saying, you know, beauty and fashion are dipping their toes into it. I think with with great zeal, some of them. Yes, they're creating a non
1: fungible tokens around non fungible token. Yeah.
2: So people are brands are trying to create NFTs, which are just like how you for like a traditional work. Like let's say the Mona Lisa is a one of a kind, but there are, you can get like postcards of the Mona Lisa. Well, that's not a you know. You're not getting the Mona Lisa. Well, with an NFT, it's like a a a one-of-a-kind asset in the digital world. And it can be bought and sold just like any other piece of property. But But there's there's only one. Like you are the proprietor of whatever the thing is. Right. But it has no tangible form of its own. So it's not like it's going to live offline. It exists in... The digital world. So, but you have a digital token of it as like an ownership. You have ownership. And everybody
1: knows you own that particular NFT.
2: Right. So like, for example, like Grime sold some of her digital art recently for more than $6 million. And there was a a GIF or a GIF, I don't know how you want to, however you like to say it, (laughs) um, of a meme recently that sold for more than $500,000. And we talked about Kriegler
1: perfumes. did an NFT for one of their perfume creations a couple months ago we talked about. Yeah.
2: Right. And oh my God, do you remember that, um, that this YouTube video that was so popular about over 10 years ago, like the Charlie bit my finger, yes, the little yes, baby. Yes, it's yes, like, talk- Charlie bit my finger. You know? They issued an uh, NFT so, on the video. Yeah. Right, right, right. So it's this whole new world where, well, Clinique is one of the many beauty brands that are getting in on NFTs. They have NFTs for some of their um, hottest products, including their Moisture Surge cream and their Black Honey Almost lipstick. So it's an interesting thing because there's such a you know legacy brand, and now they're getting into this space, but they're not selling it. It's their uh, co- their most loyal customers can. Like try to get a chance to win it, um, and there's a whole. I was uh, glad they were doing online. it that
1: way, and not trying to sell it, because that felt like gross to try and sell it. But if they're going to award it to an engaged customer, that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a whole campaign, so I think it's quite interesting, and. The, the winner will also get a decade's worth of product that's going to be made out once per year over 10 years. So that's a really cool way to engage customer loyalty. But I thought it was cool coming from a brand that really isn't um, a brand that I think of as like known for trendiness and flash in the pan products, but rather more about iconic products. So interesting. I really am just seeing a new NFT beauty collaboration every single day. So if you're not sure what they are, I think maybe now is the time to Yeah, because we're all going to be playing the squid game, trying to win NFTs any day now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Okay, let's bring it down to brick and mortar. All yes, right, let's please. get something I'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, I think, the most exciting news in a really long time. Lisa Eldridge, who, you know is just one of the most fantastic people in the beauty industry. She just opened up a pop-up store in London's Covent Garden. Um, it just opened on October 30th. So by the time we're listening to this, it is a buzz in and it's going to be going through the holidays. It is not just a pop-up store like where you can go in and get some of you know Lisa's fantastic lipsticks and she's just launched a foundation as well. But it really is an experience, and I know that's a term that's thrown around quite a bit. No, no, no. It's like walking into Lisa's headspace. You were going, I've, I had it's such a treat, I got to take a virtual tour with Lisa. Oh, cool. You know, she's obsessed with, you know, the history of makeup. Oh yeah, she has all those like compacts and things and she collects. Yeah, she had that beautiful book that you can buy to really understand like her her whole fascination with like the you know, really the history of makeup you can go and look at her collection of vintage makeup. Oh, fab. Audrey Hepburn's lipstick. Beautiful, beautiful vintage, you know, compacts from every single decade. Things that she sources herself, like late at night. She's going on eBay. She's going to the markets, like... This is her passion, but it really is a history lesson. So you'd even, I'm sure she won't love me saying this, but no, she actually would because she's just such a passionate person. She's a makeup fan first before she is a, a salesperson or a brand person. You can go and you have to buy anything. You'll have the best time ever. I'm so jealous of our London listeners. Oh my God, you guys are so lucky. So go in, have a play, have a have a look around. Um, you can get your foundation shade matched. You can meet her makeup artist. You can, you know, look at her jewelry. You know, she has like fine jewelry for sale. You know how she always has those fancy rings with those beautiful. You know, why don't you like, tell me
1: more about what I can't do because I live it, it, here in New York.
2: Listen, I think she's bringing it to New York. <gasps> finally, finally, yes, okay. I think she's. I think she's going to bring it to New York. It's not set in stone, but I had like an inkling that this might be coming here. Okay. Okay. So I'm saying here, I, like, like every listener is in New York or London, but yeah. I think it might be coming. I, may be, I think it might be traveling. So don't quote me on it, but I just, I think it's going to be mega successful. And I'm just, I, I just had a treat looking at it from through my screen, wishing you the best success. I just, I I just adore her. So moving on, Olaplex. Olaplex is on the stock exchange. Did we talk about this or did we just talk about this like offline? I did that
1: they were issuing an IPO, yes. Well, it's doing really well. Did not expect that to be that successful.
2: Holy cow. I just wanted to say like, it's doing really well and I've got my little eye on this. I don't know if any of our listeners are, you know, financial wheeler dealer types can i admit something you you put some money my finance advisor called me yeah because
1: he was like there's this ipo happening have you heard of olaplex and he had all of these clients that were interested and I'm over here trying to tell him, oh no, it's not that big of a deal. Don't buy. There's all these other hair companies. That oh my god, it's so technology. funny. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> and now i feel like a dumb dumb. If he he's he's like, I should not listen to Jen. And he's like, I thought he had like the the key to the beauty industry with my analyst, and I screwed that one up for him. I mean, the stock price has risen like six dollars. So yeah, whoopsie. Well,
2: you know, you can't win them all. You know. I just think it's very exciting that this company who, you know, I remember like five years ago, we started talking about Olaplex as this little buzzy company that, you know, stylists just kept talking about. And now it's a big news on the stock market. It's shot up 22% since its trading debut in October. It's November. So watch this space as we say. I had to comment on this article. I'm not sure if you saw this, but People are asking if blonde hair is now chuggy. First of all, I can't believe we're still talking about chuggy. Oh, yeah. Chuggy for those that didn't hear
1: us talk about last time. I'm going to butcher it, but it's basically basic. It's like trying too hard, so it's not cool. Yeah. It's like the new term for not cool.
2: Also, but blonde hair... Okay, yes. In ID Magazine, right? Yeah. And the ID Magazine article was, was picking up on a TikToker who... Asked this question if blonde hair was chuggy. Well, first of all, like all these things come out of like a tiny little TikTok that didn't mean to blow up. It's just like a little a little seedling that then becomes I violent. It, it just blows up. And it's like a, yeah, it's spiral. So I think it's a cute thing that kind of got out of hand. But the idea, the fact that like it's even a thing now, is blonde hair like uncool? It's so silly it's so silly i think they're talking about dyed blonde hair by the way mm-hmm. i just feel like where what it's almost like the skinny jeans or boot cut jeans or mom jeans or it's it's like where the hell whatever where where what would you want it's so <laughs> dumb that like it it drives me crazy so Where would you like? This internet has created a monster. I remember when you like every month,
1: because we worked in print media 15 years ago, you'd have to come up with a trend or whatever. And now these poor digital beauty writers have to have something trending every day and every week. And we're really pulling at straws here. So I guess you can make an article about anything, but that just, that's offensive to people with blonde hair.
2: (laughs) Naturally or dyed. (laughs) The need for... The need for content has gotten so out of control that, yeah, wear what you like. So, blonde hair, issue an NFT on it. You know, (laughs)
1: it's all good. (laughs) Whatever you want to do. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shiflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alanmoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Okay. Now we have some hair news that has a little bit more research behind it. We're not trying to go viral with this. This is actual facts, people. The site Cosmetify, it's a shopping platform. They put out a report every year based on what is trending in hair. And they look at search trends around the world and in different countries. They look at styles. They look at brands. And Jess and I have been poring over what's hot in 2021. I wanted to share with you some things. So the first up was the most searched hairstyles. And this isn't to say, by the way, when you hear what the number one style is, I'm not saying and they're not saying this means that people are cutting this hairstyle or styling this hairstyle, but they're definitely looking it up online. Number one is the mullet. Just from walking around, I'm not thinking that that means most people are getting a mullet. Agreed. But they're mullet curious. They're mullet curious. Thank you. Number two is waves. And number three is a new one that I think was really big this year. And this, I agree, was a trend. Wings. And by wings, let's just all go ahead and picture, because it's nice to do anyway, Harry Styles. You know, his little, his little floppy mod haircut. Okay. With the long sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wings. So I don't know if people were searching that because they wanted to grow their hair like that or because they just wanted to get some pictures of that haircut because they were like, hey, what's wings? Because to me, wings are when you pull it out with a brush around, right around your ear, hit it with some hairspray and blast it with a blow dryer. Remember those? Like Farrah Fawcett? Or I picture the girl from Married with Children, like Christina Christina Applegate in the late 80s. Yeah, that's what I picture for that. Okay. But no, it's hairstyles Styles and um, wings on the side of your head. Another big, the biggest search increase, actually, 1,016% last year, curtain bangs. Okay. I think I'm, I'm surprised that wasn't like numero uno. I think it's still in the in the scheme of things, isn't the largest thing people are searching for, but there was a lot of increase in interest in that. And then moving on to hair brands, this just echoes what you said in the news. Olaplex is the number one searched hair brand. Not surprised. Me neither, however, it is, here's two reasons. One, it's still confusing, bond building. Please see our episode where we talked about bond builders versus peptides and the difference and all the different bond builders out there. So I think people are researching it because they still don't really understand how a bond builder works. I'll put a link in the blog. Two, now I'm thinking about, remember how I told you my financial advisor was calling me to ask about Olaplex? Mm-hmm. Think about all of the investors that like were like, Olaplex, what's this IPO? I don't understand what Olaplex... There's probably like a whole new influx of people researching Olaplex just from a financial standpoint, not right. necessarily because they want Want to use it on their own hair. Um, so I thought that might account for the reason it was such high in search. Number two was Dyson. Three was Wall. I thought that might be from the tail end of the pandemic. I remember a lot of people were buying their own clippers and things like that. Absolutely. Number four was Revlon. I, the interesting thing to me here is three quarters of that top four there is Hot Tools. Not shampoo brands, not hairstyling products, but like actual tools. And I think um, that's interesting. But when you do get to the hair brands, the biggest increase in search, do you know what brand it is? Did you remember this? No. Or did you see this? CurlSmith. Interesting. Yes. I don't know if we've talked about that brand on the show yet. 298% increase. And also people were into sugar bear hair still. Like sugary hair is going a lot stronger than I thought they would. Because those things taste good. I know. I don't... Listen, guys, I'm more into the science behind Nutrafol and some of the other supplements that our hairstylists that we've had on the show have recommended. But I will tell you, those gummy bears do taste I know, good. I don't know if they great. do anything right now. <laughs> and they are vegan. So there's that. Looking at the top hair fluencers, and I'm sorry, I just said that word because that's what they called it. And that's a ridiculous word. I was surprised by some of these, but maybe I'm not the person that is looking up like hair people on Instagram. Nagin Mersalehi, she's the um, founder of Jazoo. She's based in Amsterdam. She is the number one hair influencer, and she does have gorgeous hair. Then we've got Brad Mondo, the New York City hairstylist. And then rounding it out, Sarah Andrews, She's in Italy, I believe, but no, no, she's also in the Netherlands. What's up with the Netherlands with the hair fluencers? Well, I will say this. Brad's hair is fine. You know, whatever. Sarah's hair is gorgeous. She has these thick curls that anybody would die for. So I think it's more just people getting inspiration for hairstyles and just looking at gorgeous hair than anything else.
2: Jen, have you ever seen a hairstyle online and actually tried to recreate it?
1: Wow. No, but I remember I had the braid book back in the day and I learned how to do the inverse French box braids, cornrows, but it was from a book, not from online. And I imagine if I was younger, I would do, be doing that research online now. Yeah, I like to bring colors to my hair colors that okay. I find online. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not really like I'm not doing my. I feel like once if if Lake if you decide and she decides that she wants to have longer hair and you need to like style it out of her face, I feel like you're going to start researching hairstyles,
2: you know. Oh, I already did that like for her first cut. Like I I had a Pinterest board and then I showed the the pictures to the poor stylist. You made and- a whole Pinterest board for her yeah, first, first cuts, haircut? Yeah. How many pictures were on it? Oh, it was on, like 7. But I looked for like, you know, <gasps> you know, short or like like medium, haircuts, like little girl, like bangs, like that kind oh. of thing. And then I showed the the person. I showed the, you know. Were they surprised at all that you had a Pinterest board for <laughs> Not at a all. two-year-old think or one-year-old? Think about the mothers in this area and how intense they must be about like styling and, you know, looks and all that. Yeah. I actually think I'm extremely easygoing. Yes. And I was just like, what do you think about something like this? But then I was like, whatever she'll sit for, let's just do it. But I wasn't like, uh-uh-uh. Yeah, she's not about to get, like, the wolf haircut. The
1: style is like, I can't have, a, like, a 16-month-old getting layers all over. We don't have no, time for just that. Like, They're going
2: to end up all uneven. Yeah, I was just like, something <laughs> like this or something like that. Like, bowl cut one or bowl cut two? I love I love her little I love her little bob. Thank you. But no, I don't want you to think of some kind of, like, psycho, like, you know, I want the Courtney Cox or the- you <laughs> It wasn't like, I get it. I get it. Interesting that you should bring up Courtney Cox though.
1: Oh, because moving on to this hair report from Cosmetify, the most searched hairstyles by country. It's actually, there is still like the Rachel, the Rachel for one country was the most searched hairstyle. Any guesses on the country?
2: No, hit me. India. Listen, friends is timeless.
1: Yeah. And I also feel like with streaming, there might be like a new and now in an India on some streaming yeah. service there, the Friends episodes are coming through. That might've been part of it. Box sprays were big in Nigeria, US and Canada, the wings. Again with the wings hairstyle. That's what we were searching for here in the US. I really need to see like a like a, like a a celebrity visual of the Picture wings. Picture Harry Styles. I think that's <laughs> a perfect one. They're just sort of like curly loose and like flopped out. Like if you chopped off Farrah Fawcett and made it much less sprayed. I don't know why I'm using a 1970s reference for, like, the. modern... Well, that's modern... what I mean.
2: I just feel like it's, it just doesn't feel current. Like, I just don't think girls are asking for Harry Styles. Okay, so the mullet, who's searching for that that got all of that data? Australia,
1: Finland, Sweden, Norway. Loving the mullet. Or at least searching for it. In Mexico, the lob is still hot. People are looking for the lob. In South Africa and the UK, curtain bangs. And then it was so interesting to me, the regionality of this extensions, which I think is often searched because it's one of those things, it's a lot of education needed on that really big in North Africa and the Middle East, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Libya, all searching extensions more than anything else.
2: Okay. That that, that makes sense. I mean, people like long hair, I feel like all over the world and extensions is something you, you need information on before you dive in. That was the other thing I thought as I looked at this.
1: As much as we could take this data and think like, okay, this is what's hot and treading right now. I think it also just shows you what people are curious or need more information about. It doesn't mean that's what they're going out and doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 completely. Then that's again with Olaplex, like one of those things where you're like, is it worth the money? How does the bond builder work? So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that's all from Cosmetify. We'll put a link to the whole report. They made it public, which is super cool. So you can look into that yourself.
2: Very Cool. It's time to raise a wand. We've got one from LaSharon, who was pleasantly surprised by my chat with Dr. Karp.
0: Hi, Jess and Jen. This is LaSharon. I am a longtime pod listener from San Francisco, California, and I just finished listening to the episode where Jess interviews Dr. Karp, and though I am not a parent, and I did not think that I would last through the entire podcast. I'm happy to say that I did and I enjoyed it and I learned for potentially future children. But I have to say that it triggered a raise of wand. I'm so excited to say that Dr. Cart mentioned um, white noise and it reminded me of the fact that I think many of us now, especially during COVID, have had a hard time sleeping. You lay in bed and your the wheels just continue to turn. I would like to raise a wand to the deep sleep track on Spotify. I turn it on when I cannot sleep. There's a timer. I set it for 30 minutes, and without fail, I fall asleep to that track. It is the perfect amount of, like Dr. Cart said, low rumbles, noise texture that for some reason, and I am hard to go to sleep my wheels do not stop turning. This Spotify playlist called Deep Sleep gets me every time. And that's what I want to raise a wand to. Thank you guys so much for all that you do and cover. And I love the pod.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for that. I love when you don't have to buy anything. You get a raise a wand. Just go ahead and and play that Spotify track. Thank you, Sharon. Um, if you want to share your raise a wand, call us 646-481. 8182, or email us a voice memo, info at fatmascara.com. I'd also like to request, please email us your beauty questions because we're going to start to read some listener letters and we want you to put your name. And if you feel comfortable sharing that like this question is from me and you can say my name, then we will, then we will shout it out when we answer it. I have had a couple come in since I mentioned that last week and specific is good. But some of them are so specific. I'm like just replying back to the people with my answers because I'm like, I'm not sure how (laughs) interested other people will be in the answer. So, but keep the questions coming and we'll share them.
2: And now it's time for us to raise a wand. All right. What do you have for us, Miss Matlin? So I have a great moisturizer. I'm just going to preface it that it does not have SPF, okay? That's my only downside. Only downside. So it is the, do you know the brand Wonder Skin? Yes. Okay, Wonder Skin... They started out making like makeup, like like lip color. They got into skincare. They make a moisturizer called Pure voc And the Pure voc I found out it's cover up backwards because I was like, what's Pure voc mean? Oh, I know. Pure PureVoc. Pure voc, okay. all day glow, multi-corrective face cream. It has all kinds of good ingredients in it. Vitamin C, antioxidants, plant extracts, all that good stuff. It is, really gives your skin this glow. It has like illuminizers in it, but it's not, I wouldn't say like, it's, it's not like a tinted moisturizer. It's not like, oh, you're putting on something with like a lot of color or anything. It's just, you know, a face cream, but it has like a little luminosity to you that after you put it on, your skin really looks better. And Ooh. I love it. So like, if I just go to sleep with it, it's like, okay, I know I'm feeding my skin with I mean, vitamins and the vitamin C and all that nice stuff but my skin just looks better. Or if you're put it, like let's say you're six o'clock and you like took a shower or you just like refreshed your face and you don't need SPF, it's that perfect moisturizer. You're like, ah, like I might not even need makeup or I'll just put a little cover up and boom, I'm out the door. I get it. Or I might catch a
1: glimpse of myself in my
2: phone's camera. So I don't want to
1: look completely horrendous, but I don't need to put on a whole nother face of makeup.
2: Correct. It's really nice. And it's about $39. So it's not like the super insane luxury price. But it's it's, I just want to warn you guys, it's not like, you know, drugstore. It's a really good product. And the texture is awesome. Sounds lovely. But this is why
1: we're friends and co-hosts because I've got you covered with something with sunscreen that perfects your skin a little bit. I've been using Tower 28. Love that brand. Talk about it a bunch. Sunny Days Tinted Sunscreen. Here's why I love it. I have seen tinted sunscreens before and they're like, we have three shades or some, God forbid. We have one shade of tinted sunscreen. It's universal. No, 14 shades nice. of tinted sunscreen. Now, is this a marketing thing? And could this just be a tinted moisturizer that happens to have SPF 30 and that's why there's 14 shades? I don't know, but it has SPF 30. It definitely protects and it gives you a little bit of coverage, like a tinted sunscreen would. But the thing that was cool to me was that I shade matched and it was almost like you had to shade match like you were shade matching foundation. That's how well matched mm. this tinted sunscreen is. So it's $30, little tube. I like their packaging too. It's really good. And I wear it when I don't quite need the level of coverage that I get from like my It Cosmetics, which is the Better Than Foundation I've been using a lot of. But I know I need my sunscreen and I don't want to, have to put on multiple products. So it's got everything all in one little tube for me. So... 30 bucks, 14 shades, nice and inclusive a shade range. I highly recommend it.
2: All right, Jen. Well, you know what? I think that um, we've got our Spotify soundtrack. I'm still really excited about my Brooklyn and duvet cover and, you know, sheets. Yes. I know that's a shameless plug for our advertiser, but I woke up this morning, I said, Jeff, that was, this was the smartest thing I've ever bought.
1: I love my striped sheets from them too. It's so freaking good.
2: I am like Puxatoni Phil. I'm not coming out until March 1st or something. Okay. <laughs> First of all, you got so Jersey on that. I'm
1: Pucks the 20 Phil. Second of all, there's a large swath of the world right now that's like, what the hell is she talking he's about? He's a groundhog. She's talking, about, <laughs> she's talking about. Groundhog Day here in the United States, and he's that little groundhog that comes out. If he comes us if out, a they sprint. scare
2: this poor thing. It's so horrible. There's a man with like a like a top hat with a microphone by a hole. Every like March is it March one? I think it's February 2nd. February 2nd. And they wait for him to see if there's going to be six more weeks of winter. Is that it? Yeah, if he sees his shadow or not. And how does this relate to your Brooklyn and Sheets? Because I'm so cozy. I'm, I can't come out. It's going to be six. It's going to be... <laughs> okay, and now I have my, my white noise, my brown noise recommendation from, I think Dr. Carplex, I think brown noise. Like a rumble, rumble, yes. Yeah, rumble, rumble. From LaSharon. thank you.
1: And I know what you're going to do. You're going to get your beauty sleep. And
2: I'm going to get my beauty sleep. Sorry, it's a long wind up. It's a wind down. Wind down, wind down. Get your beauty sleep, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the
1: show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com/slash mascara for 25% off.